but that's but generationally speaking, if I was at a market and I saw something that I wanted, I would ask how much it was, and then I would pay exactly what the person said. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. By now, you, our listeners, know that we recommend that salons go cashless. And with Aura Salonware, you can now accept only the payments you want. Aura Salonware is an integrated point of sale that accepts both card present and card not present payments. That means cards can be kept on file and clients can use ExpressPay to get through checkout in seconds. We also coach salons to go gratuity-free and Aura allows you to hide the gratuity line for those using this method of business. With Aura Salonware, you can future-proof your salon with technology. Tap the link in our bio to learn about how Aura Salonware can elevate your business or visit aurasalonware.com slash DTH. Sometimes I don't know how to start the podcast, and then that's how we start it. Right? We've started. We've started. <laughs> We've started. Um, We've started, right? Okay. When we were planning this year, we were thinking of topics. We were trying to think of topics that we haven't talked about, which is really kind of difficult because we have like 200 episodes. More than that. I mean, we've been doing this for a long time. I think it's good to repeat some of them because yeah. people aren't getting the point. Yeah. <laughs> Still not getting the message, but we did want to bring some new content to you. Yeah. And so we're going to bring you some new content by talking to you about some old content, which is boundary setting. Yeah. And I think... Bending over backwards. Bending over backwards. Or as my mother... If if we're talking about (laughs) boundaries, my mother would say um, being walked on like a doormat, you know? Or they're walking all over you. Doormat doormat, those kind of things. So I feel like in our industry specifically, and we've talked about this before too, with like the whole service provider mentality versus artist mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I am really bad at is creating boundaries with clients. I am good at creating boundaries for my own life. Like this is what I'm going to work. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm not going to do. I'm really bad when someone breaches that mm-hmm. and they go, but can't you do this? And then my brain kind of, I start to like glitch. <laughs> and I guess I'm hoping that through that glitch. You can do a lot of things, but your hair is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. There, but like in that glitch, I'm like, oh, you're not picking up on my body language that I don't want to do. And they just stare at you. What about this stare? What about me? Tell you about, I want to hang out with you. What about me glossing over says yes, I'll do that. And what about fall- the water bottle that I just threw at your face? Yeah. What about the fact that I just checked out completely <laughs> and you had the nerve to wait and then bully me in to saying yes? Exactly and I feel like that's is. what happens to me. It's that I don't know about anybody else that listens, but uh, everybody that's listening has every hairdresser. Well, I okay, so we were talking about it and I was like you asked me, what do you think hairdressers see when they see their clients, right? And yes. I said money, because it's true. I think someone <laughs> that is boundaryless, is that right? Boundaryless. Sounds good. Uh, we'll look at a client in a reactive way of every head counts as a dollar. And that's... <laughs> that's I said. don't. I don't. <laughs> How do I make money if I don't think of clients? Okay. And you don't want to think of them like, oh, I want to save a life of Sid passion. Sid records this podcast as if she's having a conversation with a listener. I know. <laughs> I'm not. Got it. Now I got it. Now I see it. You're not here anymore. I'm talking to them. Got it. <laughs> or them. Uh, so or them. So <laughs> basically, 
that's what I think. I think when you are constantly in a place of, I see every client as a dollar sign, you are one lacking in boundaries because everything that you're doing is, I need to take as many clients as possible to fill up this bank account. Versus, what would be the versus? Well, I think there's many verses. But the main one. My, the way that I see it <laughs> is I'm one of those people that I don't see it as dollar signs, but mm-hmm. that's also kind of the problem, like you're saying. I see it as like ugh, another person I have to take care of. Mm, a lot of people feel that way too. Like, it's like here's resentful. another person. I got to do an, I got to do this thing. Wants something from me. Ugh, for this they, amount. And they're going to want to argue about how much it, like that's. Yeah. Even if that is not true, that is where my reactive system yeah, 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 yeah. puts me. Well, I think the verses that I was saying, and this is what we teach in our program, is charging an appropriate amount to live in a matching way to what you've invested in your career so that every client now becomes fun and exciting and fulfilling it's like and you have comp the money is just the result of it i don't think people realize that if you just charge the amount that you need yeah which is the appropriate amount i'm not we're not even gonna go into the fact that our industry has not raised hairdressing prices for the last 20 plus years mm-hmm. properly we're not gonna go into the fact that inflation has not been uh you know, put in and considered in the salon industry. Mm-hmm. We're not going to consider it even talking about how men pay less than half the price of women to get their hair done. What we are going to talk about <laughs> is that if you just charged an appropriate amount, and when I, everyone everyone listening has their own version of that, mm-hmm. it just I'm so you sure know, a number it's, popped in it's head. the number that you are too afraid to charge. Yeah. That's that's the appropriate amount. If you were to do that and finalize that for yourself, you would never have to think about money again. You could really just deal with the person yeah. where they are. And there's relief, there's confidence, there's planning, there's there's preparation because you know what your income is gonna look like. Right. Without being like, I need to add on, I need to do this, I need to make sure every client this week gets a hand massage or a scalp massage or a treatment. It's like if you can't tell we worked for Aveda. <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> we we were required to touch people up to six times. Yeah. You shake their hand, mm-hmm. give them a hug. Is that one of them? I don't or remember. Were, it's, shake their hand, I've give them a hug. Hand massage, scalp massage, goodbye. Shoulders. Shoulders mm-hmm. and goodbye. Yeah. Six reasons to touch someone. I wonder if they've revamped that. I'm sure. Since Me Too. And (laughs) COVID. And No, just Me Too. They didn't care about COVID, I'm sure. Um, I think that what people don't understand is that the fear about talking about money is, especially for hairdressers, is because you don't know how much you should charge. Mm -hmm. And so you have a pricing menu, which I've seen some of y'all's pricing menus and they're horrific. There's so many options. There's so many. And then you have a haircut's this, but a haircut's this if you do this with it. And the thing we're trying to teach people is that all of these boundaryless forms of charging for the services that you are doing on people, all the, all the lack of boundaries there are all going to eat away at you into thinking, I should not do this career. Yeah. I should go into nursing, which is for some reason what every hairdresser does. I mean, or real estate now. Like or a lot of people estate. go into real estate, which is another reason when people are like, there's a recession. People are buying houses left <laughs> and right. If anything, we should be real estate agents. <laughs> but what's funny is like, they're they're all 
they're in a career where they have to set their own price and do but you're going to go into real estate where you're dealing with even more money and more yeah, yeah, yeah. commissions and more. And they don't want to do commission, but they'll go, well, I don't know. It's, it's wild. It is wild. It's also, I think, too, like part of bending over backwards and that we're still doing is everyone emotionally discounts because we are so wrapped up in the emotion of what someone is telling us versus like your, <laughs> your poor financial skills for your own self as a client has nothing to do with me has nothing to do with my business if you're sitting in my chair you're paying my price yeah. and i think that's what people have to remember it's like if they're going to sit there and complain about money to you i want to be like why are you here i mean we do it with our students if a student comes into us and is like i can't i can't even afford this but i want to do coaching we've actually told the student no yeah no like we're not going to put you in debt for us to make money for you like yes could we help you but no like you need How, to be in a like, different place i have never i think it's a gen x thing you think? I think it's a Gen X thing. Sorry, Gen X. Gen Still X. Love they have no issue talking about their sorrows to get a discount. Yeah. Millennials millenn- are too afraid. We're like, <laughs> we'll give you more because yeah. we don't want you to be mad at us. <laughs> we just don't want you to hate us. So here's And Gen Z just wants to pay what you said. Yeah, that's really that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Gen Z doesn't want to tip or do anything. They just want to not because they don't want to tip, but they're just like They will tip the- if you told them that they have to tip. They just want to pay the price and be done. Millennials are like... Let me tell you something. If you don't give that value at that dollar price with Gen Z though... Can I tell you a story? Canceled. My mom went to Jamaica. My mom is nuts. And she went... Let me start with that. And she went to Jamaica one year, which we're not even going to get into... That. That. (laughs) But she went to Jamaica where she was given the nickname Boss Lady, which made sense to me. And she is in the markets... And she's like buying shit from the markets. And she... Pretending to be a local, I'm sure. A white local in Jamaica. I don't know what she was doing. But she was trying to buy things and she would haggle because apparently, you know, that's what you do Mm -hmm. when you visit a market. So Gen X, my mom, Mm -hmm. would think, I'm not going to pay full price for fucking anything. Yeah. Right? Because I was raised by baby boomers who, who have convinced... Gen X that everyone's stealing from them. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Yeah. Okay. So then... Everything is a scam. So then millennials had to like make up for their crazy parents. Yeah. And then you have to say, mom, you know, the people that you're buying from in Jamaica don't make a lot of money doing this. Mm-hmm. And you, as a white person being here with more money, should probably spend at least the exact amount. And there's different currencies. Like, yeah, you know like, what I mean? like, spend the exact amount on what it is. And so then you have a whole generation of millennials that are like, I would never ask for a discount. I would never do that. And so my mom comes home with all this shit that eventually just gets thrown away. Mm-hmm. And like a prize, or like a like a badge of honor. Uh, I got this for this. Yes. <gasps> the boss lady of Jamaica came home and she got this. I remember it was an ironwood elf. It was beautiful. Like if you would have seen it at Pottery Barn, is that a place? Sure. If you have seen it at it a is, but, Pottery yes. Barn or a... The Creighton West Barrel, Elm. West Elm. If you would have seen it, you would have spent at least two hundred dollars on mm-hmm. it. She's like, I got this for twenty dollars. It, it costs her more to get it home. <laughs> and it's I'm just like, like, but that's but generationally speaking, if I was at a market and I saw something that I wanted, I would ask how much it was, and then I would pay exactly what the person said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so my point, going back to hairdressers, is that certain generations will sit in your chair and they will. They come from this mentality that they can haggle with you. If their belief systems are on money. Yeah, and then I guarantee you, if you are emotionally discounting, I promise you, I promise you, 
that person is going to their friend and be like, they actually charge two hundred a haircut. But you, can, I got it for one eighty. Yeah, just tell her that I'm your friend. She'll give it to you for one eighty. Mm-hmm. This is a real thing. And what's funny is it's not. It's, this isn't funny. It's not sad. funny at all. There was a funny, ironically. There has been multiple students that have told me because um, we've been able to get their hourly pricing to two hundred dollars an hour, which I think is amazing. And people of a certain generation um, will say. I can't believe, and this happened more than one time. That's why I'm saying people because it's not, it wasn't a one off situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will tell, especially women, I can't believe you're charging that much without a degree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my coaching technique is did you slap that person in the mouth? Because I think that's brilliant advice. I would never allow someone to talk to me like that, but it never happens to men. Men never tell me that story. Only women tell yeah. me that story. What's funny in the corporate ro- world, a lot of times you can get a, like first level position without a degree, like just a high mm-hmm. school diploma or, you know. Um, and you go through whatever the business is through certifications, time spent there as an employee, and then eventually you could, without having a degree... Well, I'm going to be honest. Because it's experience. Most people that I know that have a degree make less money than me and I don't have I, a degree. Yeah. Yeah. Trade's where it's at, for sure. Also, most people that I know that have a degree don't use it. Mm-hmm. My brother has a degree in social science and he's an app developer. Yeah. My and wife's a math major. Yeah. She's still in school as if to be a doctor. <laughs> we still make more money I than know. her. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but be a student forever. But it's there's this level of hairdressers just now, and I, and I said this yesterday, because of the advent of social media, specifically Instagram, hairdressers are finally coming to this almost like celebrity-like status. Yeah. Um, they're not being known for that they do everything. It's not like the old school salons where it was a one-stop shop. I remember like growing up in the hair industry, you would get your hair done, your nails done, your waxing done. your And as a hairdresser, you had to do everything. It was mm-hmm. gross. But now you go and you, you're like, oh, I go here to get my color done. I go here. And you go to people because... You want their craft and their art. Not everybody. Some people just and because know, maybe they have cute dogs. And because they have cute dogs. Or you, the reason we they go have to, the same amount of kids as you, or they're queer, or exactly. you know, like you relate to them. I think that's it. Like and it's it, always like, oh my god, she like rides motorcycles and she's a hairdresser, and that's yeah. why you want to go to them. You know yeah. what I mean? Versus like, it's the hair that they do. It's like, no, I'm relating to the person. I'm connecting the person, and now I want to be. It's. There. It's a totally different time for hairdressers, and I and they and we're not taking advantage of no it. No one is maximizing on it like no. they should. If I see one more goddamn hair photo, I like stop posting hair. Mm-hmm. People do not care. They honestly don't even care about the finished result. They'd rather see the process. Yeah, like the whole process of you getting there via a video with like a super quick clip at the end of that. You know, like yeah, they don't care. People they want to know what you ate for lunch. Mm-hmm. Now they want to know who you voted for and what kind of music to listen to. And well, because they want to spend their money where they where, have where, and where are you located? Where they find value. And your value is more than just how good of a hairdresser you are. I would say that I would say this is a personal statistic. <laughs> so it's not like real. where you get <laughs> But I would say the onion. <laughs> that ninety percent of hairdressers that are successful. Of those successful hairdressers, 90% of them are successful because of their 
personality and lifestyle that they show online, not because they know how to do hair. I would 100% agree with that. Thank you. Is that your statistic? Uh, Yeah. 100% of you agrees. I mean, because it's the (laughs) truth. I mean, think about where we spend our money. And I think if people really actually stopped and looked at how they spend money, they would realize that they're influenced a lot more than they think. I'm not one of those people because everyone told me to stop spending money on Uber or Lyft or something Mm -hmm. because of something they did. And I was like, no. I have no idea. I need to, I don't have a car to get, like, we have, I need to get places. People are like, you should stop using Amazon. I'm like, no. It's convenient. Yeah. You should stop using plastic. No. I'm going to use plastic straws. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right, everyone. I use plastic straws. <laughs> and I'm not a whatever you Whatever you want to throw at me. You do? My email is david at <laughs> Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. An individual signs up for a coaching program for two reasons. One, they want a sense of belonging. Yeah. And two, something's wrong. They think they know what it is, but they don't. 